Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Chaos Podcast. Today is going to be a really fun and applicable episode. If you've been following me for a while now, then you know that my job is in what they considered busy season. So basically, I'm doing 50-hour work weeks, which means 10 hours a day. So I thought I would tell you all some of my tips and tricks on how I stay focused in a busy season. Especially with being in a work-from-home environment, I feel like everyone is working more than normal just because it's hard to kind of step away from it all. Even though it's so important to be able to walk away from work and have that separation from work and life, it's just as equally important that while you are at work, you're completely focused on what you're doing. So anyways, before getting too far into today's episode, let's go ahead and head into today's Chaos Corner. I'm just going to be honest here, this past week has just not been my week. It is one of those scenarios where like one giant thing didn't happen, but it was like a lot of little mishaps that just by the end of the week, I was like, can I have a dang break? I think just with working so much this past couple weeks, I'm just mentally dead and mentally tired and in desperate need of vacation and break. I was actually out of town this past weekend for one of my friend's bachelorette trips, and it was a ton of fun, but just because of everything that happened this past week, I had a hard time of just fully embracing the moments and not thinking back to all the little mishaps or getting anxious, and then and then I just get frustrated because I was thinking back to all the bad things that happened and not enjoying the moment. So basically, long story short, I just couldn't catch a break. But as I was thinking about it all, I really felt God speak to me that if I don't want to be defined by my job or my job title, then why should my job define my joy? Overall, I truly do believe that we are all defined by who God calls us, but it's so easy to find comfort in our job or our job title and the stability that it offers us. For me, I don't want to be remembered by my job or what I did for work. I want to be defined by my character, how I treat others, how I serve. Like I want that to be the legacy I leave after my time here on earth is done. I think if anything, God really reminded me that ultimately he's the source of true joy. Things of this world can bring happiness, but not joy. Only God can bring us joy. But besides all of that, I really do think I need to speak just with my friends. And although I didn't really fully get my mind off all my responsibilities and things that were waiting for me back at home, it did help distract me a little bit more than if I were to have just stayed home this weekend. I think we all at times just need to break from reality and to kind of have that refresh and restart in our weeks. But actually, I do have a little secret to share with you all. I actually have been keeping this podcast a little bit of a secret. Like, I'm not hiding that I'm doing this podcast, but I'm also not blasting it out to the entire world. I think just overall, I really want it to grow organically. And I think just for myself, I want to be consistent with it before I just shared it to the entire world. But like most, I struggle with what people would think of me. I didn't want to be one of those girls that people just thought, oh, she's just trying to be an Instagram influencer or a social media person and have all these brand deals and blah, 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 which is still the case. Now, granted, if you want to sponsor me, go for it. Like, I'll share your products, but I just don't want to be known as that. But long story short, one of my really good friends found my podcast Instagram, which is at Chaos with Haley. So if you're not following, go ahead and follow. And she decided to share it on her Instagram, which her intentions were pure and it was all out of love. And she was just so encouraging and so proud of me for actually stepping out and doing this because we had actually talked about before and have really been praying and dreaming for when I would actually take the step in doing all of this. But it also kind of felt like a Hannah Montana moment for me of taking off my wig and the world knowing my giant secret. 
But honestly, I do think it was kind of the push I needed. Now, you may not be going through this exact same scenario, but when all this did happen, I was just so concerned with what people would think of me. But as soon as all that doubt and all that worry came across my mind, I also had this light bulb moment and it kind of made some things clear in my life. My friends, like my core group of people, they were all so encouraging. They supported me, they were proud of me. Even people that are my friends, but maybe I wouldn't necessarily call them like my core group of people. Some of them like even reached out to me so excited for what I was doing. But one, it really showed me, maybe not necessarily like who my true friends were, but if you have a really good, like true group of friends, they're gonna be supportive of your dreams. Also too, all the people I was so concerned with what they would think, I wouldn't even ask them for advice on my life. So why would I care about their opinion on my life or what I'm doing? And if anything else, if someone were to say like, oh, isn't it weird that Haley's doing this? Or is it strange that she's like going after her dreams and passion? Doesn't that speak more to their character than it does to mine? So let this be some type of encouragement to you all that if there's something you want to do or a passion you want to pursue, go for it. It's scary, it's not easy, but everyone starts at zero. And the true difference between people who like have these really cool careers or lives and the people that don't is because the people that do took the chance and went for it. You will never get a job if you don't submit an application. You will never be able to get to Target if you don't leave your house. If you want something, you have to take an action to make it happen. So I'll get off my soapbox a little bit, but I just truly do believe that in the midst of bad weeks, in the midst of our struggles, we can find so much meaning and purpose behind all of it. And I just want to be able to use this platform to share all that with you all. Now, I promise each week I would give y'all also a Bachelor recap and tell y'all about what I'm thinking as I'm watching the show. I know the way that these podcast episodes have been released are a little off, but I just watched week three. So if you haven't watched week three yet, spoiler alert, I'm about to talk about it. So like either skip a little bit or go watch the show first and then come back and listen. But anyways, does anyone else think Sarah is like going to come back? Like I really just do feel she will somehow like waltz her way back in right before hometowns or something. I think we can all agree when to go home for family is very valid. And I think it also did teach all of us like you never know what's going on in someone's personal life. So be careful of passing judgment or harsh criticism before you really know the full story. Should she have interrupted the group date? Probably not. Like, why didn't she just go to his Airbnb or whatever house he's staying in right after the group date? So that way she wouldn't be like ruled as his villain in this week's episode. But Grant, I think we can all agree it was probably producers. Also too, um, Queen Victoria kind of became funny this week. I guess since Sarah was like the villain for this episode, it kind of like gave her a break, but she also kind of gave me like Demi vibes from Colton season. I don't know if anyone else can agree on that. But after watching next week's preview, does anyone else hate the fact that they are going to bring in new girls? I'm pretty sure producers are just doing this because they can't travel and they need something to kind of like stir the plot a little bit more. But if this continues after the travel restrictions are lifted, I'm going to be so upset. I still do really like Rachel and Brie, but after Serena's one-on-one date, like she may be like a top contender in my eyes. She just seems like very genuine and real, and I just liked her energy. Her outfits were also so cute. There were several iconic outfits this past episode. But yeah, that's my thoughts on this past week's episode of The Bachelor. If you have any comments or any type of like working theories you may have about who's going to win or just like predictions for this next couple of weeks, leave them down in the comment section below. Next week, the podcast episode is going to be over living on a budget post-grad. So if you have any specific questions you want to make sure I cover in next week's episode, either leave a comment or DM me on Instagram and I'll make sure to answer it. But anyways, that's all for this week's Chaos Corner. So let's just go ahead and head to today's episode.
Okay, so I have 10 key points I want to make sure I cover on how to stay focused in a busy season. My first one is go ahead and prepare yourself now. Find a good organization system that you're consistent with. Develop good study habits now if you're in college. It's a lot easier to transition into a busy season when you're prepared for it and have spent the time becoming disciplined and good and healthy habits. But even when you aren't necessarily busy or in a busy season, like having these good habits will help you just in general. I did a podcast episode last week on how to stay organized. So if you're wanting some like tips and tricks on different resources to use on organization systems, go and give that podcast episode a listen as well. My second point is that it's also important to have a good work environment. Don't be afraid to kind of splurge on yourself a little bit and invest in yourself. Especially with being work from home, I feel like we've all just been kind of making do with what we have around the house to either make like a makeshift desk or we're sitting on the couch and maybe instead of sitting at a table. So don't be afraid, like I said, to splurge on yourself. Have a good desk chair. Make sure you have a desk for you to go to every day and be able to kind of separate what's work and what's actually my home. I think it's even good for us mentally to be able to kind of see the difference of this room was meant for work, all the other rooms in my apartment or in my house are meant for me to live in, for me to entertain, for family and friends to come over. If you're in college, know where you need to be in order to study or do homework effectively. Now, granted, I was a business student in college, so what my study and homework habits look like might look different than yours compared to what major you are in college. But for me, homework was just always kind of busy work. They weren't ever really tedious type tasks that I needed to like fully focus on 100% of the time. So this was something I often could do with friends like at a coffee shop and socialize while I also got these things done. Now, granted, this might not have been the most like productive way for me to do these types of things, but everyone likes to stay with their friends and everyone likes to do homework to friends and makes it a little bit more bearable and entertaining. So when I was being prepared for each week, I would always kind of look to see if I would be hanging out with friends anytime soon and we'd be doing homework together that I would make sure it was always work that I could kind of socialize with friends while I was doing it. If I was like kind of getting ready to study for a test or prepare a study guide for some type of project or presentation that was coming up, this was also probably something I could do at a coffee shop or with friends. Like I said, it's not always the most productive way to do it. Like it definitely took me longer because I was doing it with friends, but it does make it a little bit more bearable. However, for me, like I said, when I was in college, if I was studying, like whether it was for a test or for a presentation, I need to like 100% focus, like I need to get stuff done. I had to go to the library. For so long, I tried to push off going to the library when I was in college, but I think it was my junior year of college, I really realized like I was so productive at the library. I had no distractions. I would put my headphones in and listen to some good music, and my grades definitely went up quite a bit. My third point is differentiate what is something that needs to be done today, tomorrow, in a few days, or in the future. This is actually something I talked about in my How to Get and Stay Organized podcast episode, but it honestly is even true with just staying focused in the busy season. Knowing what work needs to be done today really can help you stay focused when there's a lot of tasks circling around you. If you're in a position where you can possibly even delegate, take the opportunity to do so. And also to know what is work-related and what is personal. Being remote and in this work-from-home environment can make this really difficult, but having that separated really make it easier for you to focus on different types of tasks. My next couple points are all about self-care, which can seem a little cliche, but it honestly is so true. The first one is give yourself a break. Make sure you're getting enough sleep, and I'm speaking to myself on this one. If you're not well rested, you're not going to be operating effectively, and I'm pretty sure that's like scientifically backed up. Make sure you make some time for yourself. So if you're someone like me and I like to schedule what I'm doing throughout each day, like have hours in the day where you're going to take a break, watch Netflix, read a book, spend time with friends, go on a run, like... Find some personal hobbies and make sure that you're implementing them in your daily lives. 
Another one that I think is probably one of my best points of all of this is reward yourself. When I was in college, if I knew I like either had a really important test the next day or I need to like go grind the library, I would make sure to go get Starbucks before I went to the library to kind of like reward myself for going and being disciplined in my studies. Or the night before a big test, I would even like treat myself to a nice meal and make sure I was eating well. Now, after a long week of work on Friday nights, I door dash dinner so that way I can stay in my sweatpants. I don't have to get ready for dinner, but I can still have a nice meal. At the end of the day, your life is your life. So make sure you're doing something for yourself. My next point is take care of yourself. Your physical health is often representation of your mental health. And this is something that I constantly remind myself of. What goes in your body is what will come out. So if you give yourself like healthy, whole, natural foods that are full of nutrients and vitamins, your mind is going to be more sound and you won't be as tired. You'll feel your best. You'll be operating at your best. It doesn't necessarily mean you like need a six pack or a thigh gap, but I do think the way we treat our bodies affects us more than we know. My seventh point is change your perspective on this busy season. Don't look at this as an obligation but an opportunity, which is ultimately the heart behind chaos. Maybe this just comes with age, but I'm able to look back and see some of the hardest seasons or maybe even some of the busy seasons of my life and realize all the things that I learned through it. And although it was hard and not fun to go through, to have those lessons and know the things I know now, I would do it all over again. Social media makes it really easy for us to compare our day-to-day lives with someone else's. So it's so important to block out all the noise, know that you're in this season for a reason, and that God will provide through all of this. My eighth point is have a mission statement that you read over yourself daily. Now, personally, I'm just not a big fan of manifestation. I feel that is a human way of kind of taking God out of the picture. Like in a way that since we spoke it out into the world that we were the ones that created it rather than God blessing us with it. But I do believe that words have power. I can't remember the exact verse, but it's something along the lines of that the power of life and death lives on the tongue. So I think if you remind yourself of who you are and who your purpose is, you will go throughout the day with that in the back of your mind and that confidence instilled in you. My ninth tip is stay on top of your messages and emails. I truly do not know how people operate when they have like 10,000 unread emails. It's daunting when you go into a work day and you have that many emails to respond to. The last thing you do before you are done with work or done with school is just go through all those unread emails and kind of just cross them off. A lot of times we get stuff that's just junk and we can just look at it, delete, and move on with our lives. If you get that plate cleared every day before you're done, it'll just make going into the next day a lot easier and a lot smoother of a transition. My last and final point is stop procrastinating and set personal deadlines. Make sure your schedule or your planner is organized and accurate. You don't want to have to look five different places to know what needs to be done or where you need to be. Now, for personal deadlines, they may not necessarily be something that like has to be done on a certain day. But to keep yourself accountable and not have this massive to-do list that you just never seem to be able to get through, set a deadline for yourself to get things accomplished. One of mine is actually I've been meaning to paint a chair in my living room for probably the past two months. And my deadline is by this weekend, so I will be getting that done. Ultimately, remember, this is just a season. This is not your life. This is not forever. That's why it's called a busy season. So give yourself a little bit of grace. Know that this will be over soon. But I do hope that these tips and tricks did help you. If you're not already, make sure that you are subscribed on whatever streaming platform you listen to Chaos on. Follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Chaos with Haley. That is C-H-A-O-S with Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-E. Like I mentioned, next week we are doing a podcast episode all over living on a budget postgrad. So if you have any questions or topics you want to make sure I cover, either DM me on Instagram or leave a comment down below and I'll make sure to cover those next week.
But I hope you all have a great week, and I will see you all next time. Bye, guys.